When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Chris Jericho and you're listening to the Shout It Out Loud cast. They're going to give you a reason to live. Make you feel like you're the king of the mountain. And when it's all said and done, they're going to dance all over your face. Oh, yeah. We got some good looking girls. Oh, yeah. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 159. We're calling this one. The Talisman, Kiss Draft 10, Gene and Ace. Tom, how you doing today? Woo, man, another awesome one here. And uh, yeah, I'm feeling better. And I would like to give a heartfelt thank you uh, to the wonderful Loudcasters, fans, etc., who uh, expressed their care and concern for me and the family while we battled COVID, but we slayed the dragon. Everybody's back on their feet. So uh, I, w- I want to thank everybody for the well wishes. Thank you very much. That was uh, that was very kind of you. So thank you. But uh, we're back with another uh, amazing episode. This is going to be so much goddamn fun. Can't wait for you guys to hear this. Yeah, these episodes are always, you can tell. When we finished, I, I quickly said to Tom, this is one of the funniest episodes we've ever had. Oh, I totally agree. It was so organic and so fun and crazy and just unscripted that these guys are amazing you know the talisman you know who they are um but you when you hear what we did with them it, it's just so much goddamn fun we had a blast oh, uh a couple uh you know brought out a couple drinks uh someone brought out a guitar yep a, a new intro was organically built that's uh, right all sorts of shit Ace impressions, you name it, they're all thrown out in this. You got you guys are gonna love this. Yes, fucking awesome. Tons of fun. So, uh, but as usual, before we move forward, we take a quick step back, look at last week's episode. And uh last week we had James Campion on, the author of Shout It Out Loud, the making uh the story of Kiss's Destroyer in the making of an American icon. James was awesome uh we just spoke with him actually via email and he's telling us how great his book is doing yeah he said he can't believe the the bump that he's been getting in sales um he said he's so grateful to 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 us but more grateful to you guys 
for listening to the episode and, and jumping out on there and grabbing his book. He, he's thrilled with the feedback. So uh, thank you guys. That's amazing. And to quote him, it's been the best post-show bump in sales I've had. Wow. He, and he, you know, there's more stuff in, you know, I don't want to get too much details in here, but uh, you know, he talks about us and our listeners and how passionate they are and what they've been requesting from him. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm proud because like you guys are like, like our kids and our family, <laughs> like they went out to Minnesota or some other hopefully better state than that. And like they went in and, and, and people came back and gave us great feedback on how our kids were and how polite they were and how nice. Oh, so proud of you guys. Thank you. Loudcasters. You make it's, us look good. It's true. I, that's the thing. I'm so proud of, of the listeners. I mean, you know, forget what, forget about us. The fact that you guys are like listening to the show and, and taking advantage of James's amazing book. It, that was just great. And, and to hear him be so pleased with it too, is just awesome. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, we have the uh, number one best uh, listeners out there in Absolutely. this world, yep. no doubt. And that's why you guys have made us the number one KISS podcast. And uh, we can't thank you enough. And uh, we can't wait to become the number one music podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> But let's well, get into that. Let's, let's, let's take a couple baby steps first, okay? A couple baby steps. It's yeah. All right. All right. So what do we do? We got some feedback first, Tom. We want to get yes. Into? We're going to go to our poll that we always do. So our poll is obviously episode based, and it was based on James's book about Destroyer. Uh, so we came up with uh, which of these key points or key things involved in the book uh, kind of stick out for you. And uh, the options that we came up with were Bob Ezrin's boot camp. Dick Wagner being used for some guitar work, the drug use during production, or the impact of Beth. And 43% of the votes went to Bob Ezrin's boot camp. Um, everybody's that that's that's a famous story, obviously, the boot camp of destroyer. Uh 22% with Dick Wagner uh being used for some guitar work, 19% the impact of Beth, and 16% the uh drug use during the production. Um, so that's that's not too much of a surprise. Our buddy John Rostano, better known as Mr. Antonio 2005, we love. Uh, no better combination. Ezrin and Kiss were magical. Ezrin's three albums, 74 Aerosmith, Get Your Wings, 75 Alice Cooper, Welcome to My Nightmare, 76 Kiss Destroyer. Ezrin accomplished more impact in three years than most producers do in a lifetime. Our buddy Wes Beach, who knows a thing or two about guitar playing. Uh, Dick Wagner was Ezrin's secret weapon and put him to good use on Destroyer. Thought it would be a wake-up call for Ace, but as time went on, he seemed content to not have to spend more time in the studio than he had to. At the time, who even knew there were ghost players on the album? That's a good point, Wes. Uh, Dr. Van Halen goes, the Ace cult is automatically going to ensure that the Dick Wagner story comes in last. <laughs> wrong. The defense is wrong. I think no, didn't the Dick Wagner thing come in first? No, it came in like second to last. Oh. No, the, the 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 boot camp came in. Pay maybe, attention. Maybe, maybe I gotta pay attention. <laughs> Sorry. Uh Keith Rochford, amazing episode TNZ. Just ordered my copy of the book directly from James. Can't wait to take a deep dive. All right. That's awesome. Love that. 
Um, then a couple episode uh, specific things here. Um, Joel Hoffman, brutally honest as always. I love it. Not a huge fan of interviews, not just you guys, but any podcast. I'd rather hear you just riff and be silly about a topic. But this guy was so awesome. Down to earth, spoke to my childhood. Although Destroyer is my least favorite of the first six, he was right on where, where it sits in rock and roll history. That's it, Joel. We love you, buddy. Uh, let's see. Sean Hammond. My Saturday is going to be awesome once I turn this on. Tom and Zeus always deliver great content. At the very least, I can always depend on laughing my ass off. And that's only during the opening feedback section. Oh, yeah. We love that. Uh, John Schaefer. Good job. James is obviously a fan and a very detailed oriented. His dedication and patience led to some great insights from Bob Ezrin. Destroyer happened as it was supposed to happen. Dave Cranston, amazing book. The details in this thing about their most iconic album are mind-blowing. Arnold says, after listening to this episode, I ordered the book. Can't wait to read it. Love it. Uh, Let's see here. We got our buddy um, Baseball and Death. Zeus's new music rant was awesome. You speak for so many of us. If someone likes it, good for them. But leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> um, and then our buddy Steve Wright from the Potter Than Hell podcast shared the picture from the audio book. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not even a picture of Destroyer. It's a picture of the current band. Like, geez, what are you doing with that? That's terrible. Um, but yeah, there's some Twitter stuff. All right. Over on the Book of Face, Tom. Ryan Michael Scott. Spencer Cook. Um, <laughs> I I bought Take It Off by Greg Prado after you had him on, and it did not disappoint. Great book. So now I'll definitely have to get this one too. Great interview. Threw Destroy on right after listening. Nice. Uh, that that's about as good as a compliment as we can get. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Brad Rustoven asked, "Is James Campion Murph's long lost twin brother?" <laughs> Uh, even Murph said, I thought the same thing. And then Brad chimes back with you both have very calming deliveries, which compliments Tom and Zeus. What does that mean? Are we like hysterical? That means it's a very calm delivery. Unlike the two fucking lunatic main hosts who are always <laughs> ranting and raving, raving like mental patients. Yes. Devin Fox from Cobras and fire, better known as loose cannon. Yes, the best looking one on the show. Oh, well, that's not saying much. (laughs) Fantastic interview episode, guys. Both your guests and how you did a dual interview while asking the right questions and then backing up and not getting in the way. Seriously, great work. The 33 and a third series James mentioned has some great albums, too, by the way, to check out. Wow. Thanks for the compliment, buddy. That's awesome. Yeah. And I want to, I want to get a little bit more familiar with that 33 and a third. I know about it, uh, but not that much. So that's cool to take another deep dive into that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I have no idea how he can be partners with, with such a miserable bastard <laughs> as Baco. We love them both different types but maybe that's why the show works over there cobras that, and flyers that's why the show's great that's right fellow fellow pantheon people we love those guys exactly uh michael murphy another patreon member tom yes i've heard of it 
Is Destroyer a good album? <laughs> Do you like Destroyer? <laughs> Sorry. I had to edit out something. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Scott Wheeler just finished listening, and this was a great interview, but such a tease. I was hoping for lots of stories about the boys and the making of the album. I have to buy the book now. Well, isn't that the point, Scott? That's we kind of the point. That's kind of the point, brother. It. You will not you will not be disappointed by getting the book. Oh, There's God, plenty no. of stuff in there. Oh, yeah. It's a book just on Destroyer. You, you know, and, and James is a good uh, writer, so you're yep. going to love it. Um, let's go. Let's go over to Instagram, Tom. Uh oh, Joey Romanik. That book is a must read for all Kiss fans. Destroyer was my introduction to Kiss in first grade. And to this date, my favorite Kiss album. The book is awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you very much there, Joey. We appreciate that. Um, over on YouTube. YouTube. Jay Rucker. Am I the only person that realized that the new soundboard CD is literally the Rock the Nation <laughs> DVD that came out 15 years ago? Same exact show. Yeah, we talked about that. Tales of a Kiss Geek. Oh, I, I completely agree. You guys need to do an episode ranking the costumes. We know oh, you incorporate that into your tour ranking episodes, but it'd be so awesome to hear you rank on the costumes alone. We want an all episode on it. And they said, do it. Hashtag eat a dick, Sonny. <laughs> what the hell does that have to do with it? I think it's because uh, we had the Jericho uh, new clip that we dropped in. <laughs> Anytime there's a shot against our, our beloved Sonny, we, we, we got to take it, you know? That's true. Sonny Flutie, go fuck your ass. You're an idiot. Your opinions are shit. Your name is stupid. And you look like a firebag. Uh, Terry the man. I agree. Your next episode should be focused solely on costumes. No way. Dude, we get emails on this. We've gotten messages on this. I don't know. People are loving this. Who is that? Terry the man? I want to wait until we hear from Terry the woman, and then we'll make a decision. (laughs) It's Terry Bollea, otherwise known as Hulk Hogan. Uh, A comical, sarcastic view of each era of costume. And make it a two-parter. First episode, the makeup era. Second, the non-makeup era. And yes, they did have costumes in the non-makeup era. Wow. And then Tales of a Kiss Geek jumps in and goes, yes, man, I agree. That'd be killer. No pun intended. Holy wow. I like these. Holy. I like our uh, these the interns we've hired for content creators. This is great. <laughs> and our buddy, Mr. Antonio 2005, who sounds familiar. Yep. Penelope. I heard rode 30 miles today on her electric bike. Uh-oh. Then sent a tweet about having a biscuit nice. as a reward. Late breaking news is Lieutenant Frank Trebin <laughs> has been assigned to investigate the Kiss Online delivery delays. The band is going to toss Drebin some cash for his work. A 1986 Balls of Fire band poster. And lastly, a limited edition Pink weed trimmer signed by Chris and Cusano Landscaper. Oh, God. P.S. 
James was very insightful and enjoyed his book a few years back. I like how he throws it in as a PS. Like, <laughs> by the All way, right, your guest was go, great. The last one here, Marty White. Oh, I listened to the Academic Kiss podcast this week. Oh boy, the one where everyone is both well informed and abusing Valium. <laughs> they were making an argument. That no one should blame Kiss Online for all the recent problems getting product to his customers. They blamed all the troubles on the pandemic. I'm so tired of that nonsense. It's been two years. Figure it out. Stop blaming the pandemic for everything that goes wrong. It's just silly. Silly. Their conversation was so nauseating. It was worse than anything I've ever heard on that podcast with the three sycophants. You know the one where the guy <laughs> likes to take photos of his buddy trying to get an entire hoagie down his throat. <laughs> it's a shame. He always watermarks over the mayonnaise money shot. So my girlfriend who has a store, a steroid problem and built like Lou, Lou Ferrigno. There it is. For- was extra pissy this week. She ran out of roids and her dealer blamed the pandemic because he couldn't get his product delivered. I said, babe, I don't think the steroid dealer using shipping companies to ship their products. She felt she suddenly felt like a fool because she realized I'm probably right. So she got angry. She told me to get the bucket of sand. I thought, oh, no, not my assy nipples. I guess I really did it this time. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my About God. 15 jerky boy references in there. Oh. Marty's the best. Tom, you got some emails you want to wrap up with? And we got an email here from our good friend, Mike H. Um, he says, great episode. I'm going to read this book. James seems like a really nice guy who shares our enthusiasm for Kiss. A lot of the things he said rang true and spoke to me directly. Awesome guest. And then he mentioned something here. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on it because when we do the Destroyer album review proper, we will get into it. But I just wanted to kind of address his email. And I told him that we would. Um, He says, I'm not sure if I dreamed this. Pretty sure I didn't. But my girlfriend at the time in 83, 84 had an official cassette release of Destroyer that had some kind of weird live recording of Kiss a few seconds after Do You Love Me ended. It was slowed down, altered in some way, and sounded really weird, but it was obviously part of a concert. It wasn't listed on the track listing, and I've never heard it since. Again, I was hoping this would be discussed. Do you know what I'm referring to? What is it? Do you know why it was put on the cassette? Yes. I had answers to your questions, Mike. You know where to go. That is called Rock and Roll Party. Okay? And what it is, is it's the choir from Great Expectations looped over Paul Stanley's crowd banter from kiss alive and it's about a minute and 20 seconds and it's just a weird kind of effect and bob ezrin threw it on there at the at the very end um the original album didn't have it um it came out like later on you you said maybe in 83 and 84 you had it on the cassette um some market as an official track called rock and roll party some market as a hidden track where it's after um do you love me but uh, there's the answer. It is called Rock and Roll Party, and it's the sound effects of the Great Expectations Choir and Paul Stanley's stage raps from uh, Alive. Very weird. I don't know what the hell it's there for, um, but I think uh, we'll we'll get into it. But it, it is called Rock and Roll Party because you can hear Paul Stanley saying, tonight we're going to have ourselves a rock and roll party. Um, so that's, that's what that's for. Um, 
kind of a weird thing, but I told you we would, uh, we would answer your question and we did. So Mike, we appreciate it. Daniel LeBlanc. Great episode again. Now I have another book to add to my books to read. Um, I hear you mentioned Julian Gill on your podcast. Curious if you've ever covered any of his kiss album focus books on your podcasts. If not, have you checked any of those books out? And if so, would you recommend them? Um, either way, great interview with James Campion. Yeah. Julian's books. Um, we have some of his, uh, the tour books. Um, I have the solo album, um, the in-depth one, the elder one. I know some of the, the album focus books you're talking about. Um, yeah, we have a couple of those. We're going to spend some time on them. We haven't done any actual episodes on the books, but Julian's books, if you're familiar with them, they're exhaustively researched. And they're, they're really good to use, um, you know, when talking about certain topics. So, um, yeah. Much respect to him and his podcast. These those guys have been Hell running yeah. the fucking the between the message board, Kiss FAQ, yep, uh, Julian's books, his podcast. Yep. You know, we tip the hat to all those guys. No fucking uh, yep. shortage of love for him and what they do. But yep. you know, I don't think our paths have ever crossed. I think you've spoken to him a couple times, Tom. Uh, just a little bit on social media, but not, we haven't, we haven't had the, the chance to have him on our show or vice versa, but yeah, you know. you know, a little bit inside baseball here, guys, I'll be honest with you. A lot of the older podcasts are not very Twitter and friendly. They're social a lot media. More, yeah. Yeah. They're more yeah. like, uh, Facebook and stuff and, and you know, message, well, the, like, the, like you said, the FAQ website Yeah, and three sides. They're the same thing. They're not really yep. on Twitter PRC. They're not really on Twitter. Right. In, in right. other shows, which, you know, maybe, they're, maybe they're smarter than maybe us. they're smarter. Than, yeah, it's a great they're not dealing with the fucking cesspool called Twitter. But go ahead. But uh, no, that's that's it for the emails. I'm going to read. We got a lot of we got a couple great ones, um, some personal and private ones that were that we're not going to share. Uh, but again, we say this every episode. We do read them and we want to thank you for them. So, yeah, um, two of our uh, demon Patreon the yeah. last couple of weeks have sent us some real personal and um you know, really touching um, emails. Mm-hmm. That we we don't have to say who, but they know who they are. Yeah, and uh, you know, we we appreciate the the, the conversation, and uh, you know, much love being sent out to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tom, I want to read one last thing. Please, this is a DM we got. We got this from our buddy Stevie Flythe. Yeah, Stevie, who has his podcast. That's right, as you know, on the Flythe, which you were on. Yeah, we talked about country music because Tom would rather put a bullet in his head in not, my head. Not true. Before no, I, not. I talk about any country music. Not <laughs> true. Not true. I would do it. I would do it. Well, okay. 90% of our listeners would rather put a bullet in my head. That might be more accurate. Talk about that might, that might be more accurate. Show. Um, but anyway, Stevie's a great guy. He's uh, been listening to the show for a while. And please check out his show on the fly he does everything between sports music kiss country you name it and follow Uh, him on facebook too he's got a group and everything he loves posting stuff about pop culture 80s music you know tv shows movies classic stuff so he's in touch with all that you know the same he's a great guy yeah and anyways he sent us uh, uh to me and tom a quick dm uh on facebook the other day I just want to tell you guys, I was listening to the end of this week's episode. And Zeus was saying something about how you want us, the fans, to feel like we are part of this. And you guys definitely do that. Sounds corny, but I really feel like all these guys and you guys 
are like family. Thanks for what you guys do and keep it up. And for that, Stevie Flythe from the podcast on the flight, you are comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> Stevie, thanks, buddy. Um, and, and again, heartfelt thank you to you uh, reaching out and, you know, checking on myself and the family during the, the COVID outbreak here in uh, Southern New Hampshire. So, but uh, that, that aside, thank you for the kind words. And uh, again, check out Stevie's podcast and uh, check him out on Facebook too. Tom, before we move on, we always like to give a special shout out to our Patreon subscribers. Uh, Patreon is where uh, people can uh, come and help out the show. You contribute something and then you get a couple little trinkets souvenirs novelties party tricks from one of the all-time greatest 80s movie of all time top secret Uh, please tell me you guys like top secret come on anyway i know a little german German. he's right over there (laughs) i'm doing the wave (laughs) um anyway a patreon is where people come and you know they contribute to the show we have different tiers for different things we give back Our Patreon is better than anyone could ever have imagined. We love our Patreon family. Uh, It's a tight-knit group. We're all always chatting online, whether it's um, through the messages or posting uh, polls or doing all sorts of different things. And uh, this year is going to be no different. This time, uh, by the time this comes out, uh, we will have recorded our Patreon pick album review crew oh wait for that uh we do the album review crew once a month where we pick an album to review non-kiss and uh it's me tom and sunny and what we've done is we've made uh instead of having a group pick we've had it as a patreon pick and their selection is going to be recorded this week Mm -hmm. cannot wait for that and if you're interested in patreon please check it out the app patreon the uh link to the show always has notes and and links you can find it there or patreon.com you search under creators and you would find you just type in shout it out loudcast and then check it out see if anything there interests you if you want to join love to have you so patreon uh, family thank you we appreciate you and sending our love out to you guys yeah absolutely you guys rock we can't thank you enough um just so grateful for everything you guys do for us. Um, you know, with the, with the, the, the donations and being part of the family. Uh, and again, our first big Patreon ARC, uh, episode coming up, it's going to be a whopper for you guys. So, uh, we can't wait for not just the Patreon people to, to hear it, but, uh, everybody else, it's going to be pretty, pretty kick-ass. So stay tuned for that. Tom, let's go on over to kiss world. What's going on over there. All right. So today we're recording, uh, this portion of the show on wednesday january 19th uh kiss announced the new rescheduled uh end of the road uh tour dates for may um so as of right now they're going to be may 11th in milwaukee may 12th dayton ohio may 14th not far from us hartford connecticut that's a saturday we might go uh may 17th raleigh north carolina and may 19th daytona beach that's the rockville festival 
Um, so uh, there's been no updates on what's supposed to be going on with their Australian tour that's supposed to be starting soon. Um, but this is uh, five dates in May that were rescheduled from all the uh, COVID disaster that happened last year. Uh, so that was part of the news. Tom, and, how's that Hartford date looking? Um, Interested, uh, maybe? It's looking pretty good. It's a Saturday. But, but uh, what, what what did we say? We're not buying tickets in advance. <laughs> Anybody else that might be interested in going that Hartford, Connecticut show, let us know. Yep. Re- early summer, uh, you know, late spring, early summer. Weather's usually perfect that time of year. It's at the uh, outdoor venue in Hartford, uh, which which I've never been to. Zeus, I'm not sure if you've been to, but it's another ex- it's another Xfinity type, uh, you know, shed. So it could be a fun event there on a Saturday. Um, and then the other big thing is the big creatures fest with some huge announcements this week. Uh, Bruce Kulik's band uh, with Todd Kearns and all those guys, they're going to be there. And Jericho's pandemic supergroup quarantine has been added. So this is going to be pretty friggin' amazing. You got Ace, Vinny, Bruce, Jericho and his quarantine band. Then, of course, you get the other bands that I don't know who's, a, you know, who's, whatever you're interested in. You got Enough is Enough, Vixen, Quiet Riot, Trickster, John Karabi, Pretty Boy Floyd, and another new band that I've, I've never heard of called Core Razi. I'm not sure who they are, um, an up-and-coming band. But uh, Creatures Fest, you might see or hear Shout It Out Loudcast uh, reporting live from that event. We don't know yet. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to that. With the exception of Vinny, everyone's been a guest. Yeah, it's true. Well, right. and, and, and Ace. Well, his band is. That's true. And what right. are you talking about? I'm there every fucking week on your show. The guy's <laughs> a fucking... What the fuck's the matter with you? I make a special appearance on Shout It Out Loudcast. And actually, you'll hear a couple of my comments coming up in the kiss draft. One last thing I also want to bring up is we saw people fighting on the kiss tards are going at each other. I've never Nothing been stopped. more entertained in my life. Nothing is more entertaining than watch, watching toxic kiss Facebook groups go at each other. And we have no you know side on this. There are people that are bitching about the cost uh, or the you know, expo shows versus these concert fest type shows, people taking side. Uh, and Tom, I didn't know you were part of the CEO club that gets to oh, go to these events. Oh, yeah. You know, you didn't know that we're, we're trust fund babies. Because oh, that's we, what it was called. Trust and fund CEOs and CEOs, because we may or may not be able to afford the base ticket price for the event, which I believe is 175, which gets you into the event for the weekend to see every show. Which in my world, if you're a diehard Kiss fan, it's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. Yeah. How exactly. much is every show if you want to go see each individual act? Right. Correct. Right. No, but but it was it was killing me though. Like, oh, it's ridiculous. I'm not paying for that. Meanwhile, in the Kiss live auction, this guy's auctioning off a shoebox full of Kiss Matchbox cars for fucking <laughs> three hundred bucks. Oh, I'll take them. I'll take them. I need them to complete my collection. Kiss cards losing their shit over like this is a Paul Stanley purple crayon from 1978. I gotta fucking buy it, honey. Only $800. I can complete the collection. Same person, but trust fund baby going to Creatures Fest. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, anyways, it's funny. It's fun. It's we, we look. You guys know this. You're on the Facebook groups. It's fucking hysterical. <laughs> we screenshot each other. Oh my God. People name calling, yelling at each other, and stupid. Oh, shit. it's ridiculous. Fucking hilarious. It is. It is. Um, pandemic. Paul had a birthday party. Yeah, he did his 70th birthday out in L.A. with some uh, big time celebs. Our uh, buddy yeah. Jericho sent us some texted us some photos <laughs> like, holy shit. What yep. the fuck? So we saw that shit before it came out. We're like, hey, that's probably why Gene is a fucking idiot. And like, said happy birthday to Paul five days before his real birthday. Oh, and poor Gene was just getting like people were like retweeting and being like, Gene, what the hell, bro? It's a little bit early, five days before. Yeah, and then the, a lot of same people that you would recognize or a lot of his Twitter friends. Yep. Uh, like Richard Marks were there. Michael James Jackson was there. Jericho was there. Dave Grohl. Foo Dave Fighters. Dave Grohl was there. I yep. mean, there was, a, there was a lot of people there. Yeah, pretty cool. Good for, good for Paul. Hey, you know what? Yep. Happy 70th. You know. Although I like Chris's jacket better than Paul's. Oh, hell yeah. Please. I think it was beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was oh. kind of cool. That was kind of fun f- to see some of those pictures and, you know, happy birthday to Paul. But um, other than that, kind of kind of quiet right now. Not not much, uh, you know, not much going on, kind of quiet. So that, that's, nope. that's nope. about it. Um, the Ace stuff does start up and those guys, um, yes. the talisman will tell you about the dates coming up and things going on with Ace yep. in a little bit. Um, but, uh, you know, one last thought to go jump back, Tom, is the cost of the show uh-huh. for Creatures Fest. This is just something I wanted to kind of debate with you online, uh, debate with you right now. Go ahead. The cost, I bet you, is going to lead to problems because I bet that the cost is higher or maybe than normal because of Vinny. You might be right. And here's why I'm not. You may or may not be right. And here's why I'm not. Let let me just finish this one last thing. Oh, yeah, please do. Vinny toured. There's no way he's doing anything close to Ace. But a one-time event for Kiss Tards, Vinny is going to say, I want this much. And at some point, I have a feeling Ace is going to go, how much is that fucking asshole getting? Fuck that. Yeah, because Neil, who's, who's asked to come on the show, will probably try to get him on. What did he say, Tom? So the, my, my theory is this. When Creatures Fest was in its infancy, when it was kind of announced, I believe it was really just an event for Vinny. And then things got added on. So Vinny was there first. And then I think Ace became part of it. And then it expanded into what it is now. So I think this event started with Vinny, meaning I feel like Neil addressed all that with Vinny because he was the first. It wasn't like, hey, I'm going to do Creatures Fest. Vinny, do you want to come and be a part of this? I think it was, I'm doing this event with Vinny. And then it turned into this. So here's the problem. Okay. So obviously Neil wouldn't be advertising if he didn't get Vinny on a, on a price. He had to pay and, Vinny. And, and this he's is what previous- I'm Was it five people show up or 1500? This is what I'm paying you. Yeah. Right. Now that Ace has come on now that Bruce and his band and Todd and all of them are coming. Yep. Now that Chris is coming on. Yep. And the prices are going up and he's selling him for more. You don't think perhaps that Vinny's going to come back and be like, well, I think I want to have more if I'm going to show up. 
I don't know, because I'll be honest with you, I'm not going to comment on what I think of the prices for this event just yet. But I think that a lot of those meet and greet price packages, they're they're pretty Vinny's going to get paid if people sign up for these things. I think Vinny's going to get money. I'm just saying his history is always like renegotiate. Like, uh, how much does he make it? You might be right. You might be right. Biting off the hand. But yeah, yeah. It seems like Neil has a good relationship with them, and I hope it works out. Yeah, because he's done a couple of. And we are talking about. I mean, we already got the hotel. Um, we are talking about going. So. Yeah, well, we booked the hotel just to get the, to get that room before the blocked off rooms all get taken. I mean, we're probably going to go, all, God willing. But, I mean, Neil has a good relationship with Vinny. He's done previous events with him that seem to have gone off without a hitch. Autograph sessions and autographed events. So you know, and that's not an indictment on Neil. I'm just saying. No, 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 Vinny. not at all. Not at all. No, Vinny. Yep. No, I agree. Anyway, yep. I'm going to go check up and see if Vinny's going to show up. Give me a couple minutes. I'll be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Yeah, I'm back. I was just checking on... uh the Chris and Cusano landscaping. Uh, they also help out with shoveling here. So where we are in New England, there's some ice and stuff. So uh, Peter Chris wasn't too happy about it, but Vinny was uh, was very kind. So yeah. he helped. Yeah. Well, you bet he's got to get in shape, game shape for that concert he's got coming up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, Tom, we talked about having the talisman on their show. They're always 
they've been always gracious and polite with us and funny as hell. We almost got to see them uh, when when Ace performed and we reviewed his concert, but it was a whole COVID thing. Like every, yep. no one could come in and stuff. Yep. So we finally found an opportunity to get all three of them on. And we're like, the best thing to do is let's come up with a draft. They play with Gene and Ace. Let's hear what they want to play. And maybe they can, you know, shed some light on some of the stories behind the song because they played with both of them and what their thoughts are. And uh, not only did they play the game right, and we just, we sprung it on them. Like, as we jumped on, we didn't even tell them beforehand. There was there was no prep. They came on. They didn't know what we were going to be doing. We, they probably thought we were just going to shoot the shit. We had them on. And we're like, you guys know about it, like a fantasy football draft. You guys play ace with ace and gene. We're going to do a gene and ace draft. And they just did it right off the top of the head. No Great lists. Yep. No, no nothing. It was so so easy going and fun and hilarious and and just like we did with when we did the Bruce and Jericho draft when we did the Charlie Bonatti and Jericho draft those it's such a perfect way to get guests to talk about kiss and the music without saying do you like kiss <laughs> like like what like 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 you know Ryan would pick a song and then all three guys would talk about whether they got to play it with them. And if not, why? And if so, what did they like about it? Like it just turned into just such a great organic fun conversation. And those guys are so energetic and hilarious. It was so fun. Fucking a, yep. uh, we'll, we'll get into more of the details afterwards, but let's get into it without further ado. The talisman. All right. So joining us tonight, for the first time as a trio on Shout It Out Loudcast, we are thrilled to announce that we have in the house the talisman, Ryan Spencer Cook, Jeremy Asbrock, and Phil Schaus. Guys, thank you so much for taking some time joining us. This is going to be a blast. Everybody, we're about to get ready for a Gene Simmons Ace Freely Kiss Draft with the guys who know Gene and Ace better than anybody. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah, yeah thanks. Guys. All right, and before we kick off the draft, Zeus, we've had Phil on the show before. We've asked him these questions, but Ryan and Jeremy, it's their first time visiting, so fire away with our first-time guest questions. Yeah, they're called the Murph questions after Tom's roommate, Murph, who was our first guest. College roommates, we're all college buddies, so hence, uh, hence the sense of humor and the, and the crazy fucking stories that we tell from time to time. Um, so the first question is, is rather easy. Um, and that is your favorite kiss member. Now I know that puts you guys in a bind. It could be your favorite kiss member growing up now, whatever you want, however you want to answer it. Ryan, Gene you Simmons. go first, buddy. Gene Simmons for Ryan. All right. Jeremy. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to answer. <laughs> you got to be quick. No. Uh, when I was a kid, I, I swear it was split between Gene and Ace. But uh, you know, I play guitar. I don't play bass. Okay. Are we talking about? Uh, I, I don't know. What are we talking about? Based on what? Just based who's on your favorite just, member growing just up. Just as a kiss, as a kiss fan in general. Uh, Ace. Ace. Okay. I can. Um, I can dignify mine with a very short answer if you want. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it has nothing to do with a dislike of the other three members, original members of KISS at all. 
but his face was my first image of Kiss when I was a kid. My sister bought me my first Kiss poster, which was Gene on the Chopper, where he's laid oh, out yeah. over it. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you got to admit, as a kid, when you're seven years old, seeing the blood, seeing the fire, seeing the face, seeing the boots, to me, it was the most physically or uh, uh, visually one that drew in. And Paul Stanley just said, and you guys will all know this on that Kiss A&E special, he said, <laughs> he goes, I might be the voice of Kiss. He goes, but Gene was always the face of Kiss. He really hit a home run with that one. Absolutely. And man, I couldn't have agreed more. And I just love that. And the fact that he was the first guy in Kiss that hired us. Nice. So, and, awesome. he, and well, that's why I said based on what, like, they're just like, yeah, they're just like, oh, just your favorite, you know, like, you know, Kiss guy when you were a kid. Uh, so mine was different. Uh, the, the very first picture I ever had was a picture of Ace with, uh, in his Love Gun outfit with his boot up on that uh, Black Les Paul that you guys all saw yes. on that last tour. Mm-hmm. And my brother's friend gave it to me. And man, I was like four or something. Wow. And you know, Ryan was, there's a little bit of a difference between a four-year-old and, uh, you know, Ryan was like six or seven. Yeah. So, Absolutely. you know, like if I were six or seven, I probably would have went for Gene. But since like my, since Pat Toon gave me that picture of Ace, I don't know. It was just always that. Nice. But, and who also I, like, who did when I, I listened to God of, God, of, God of Thunder, Scared the crap out of me when I was like five, man. <laughs> Phil said ace, by the way. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody should have fucking picked me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to be doing my ace shit every once in a while. That's all right. Um, if you're around ace, ace for any... I thought ace called yeah. in. Yeah, okay. see? <laughs> all right. Sorry. If you're around ace for any length of time, you do an ace impression. So, uh, Oh, I can imagine. We had Carmine a piece on not too long ago. And he's like talking out of nowhere. He doesn't like one of our gimmick is I do ace impressions on the show. I don't know. He's like, yeah, and I, I really like ace. Hey, yeah, I'm ace frail. He started doing an impression. <laughs> that sounded like night. That sounded like night Bob's impression of ace. And by the way, I always like to say that, you know, Paul is the band and Gene is the brand. Two different things. And I agree with oh, you. Yeah. Nothing gets by that band without Paul saying, "Yeah, we're doing it." But that's you just added an you just added an R and changed the entire thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Band and there you go. Um, all right, so that was that that took, that went off a little detour. But how's this one? Again, it could be growing up. It could be right now. Favorite Kiss song to me changes every week. Uh, right probably now. today it's going to be King of the Nighttime World. Yeah. I just yeah. all right. Uh, a hundred thousand years. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Live or studio? Ooh. Uh, for a hundred thousand years. Live. Live. You gotta, you gotta go with the alive version. You like that? Yeah. You like the the what do you call it there? The solo. The solo. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And uh, Phil, you took. I want you. Ooh. All right. Yeah. I still feel like that. Yeah. All right. I'd go studio. Studio. I want you too. Okay. okay. Yeah. Sounds good. How about favorite Kiss album? Today? I know what I said for this one. <laughs> uh, I'd say today, since I heard nothing to do with hearing King of the Nighttime War, probably rock and roll over. Yep. Probably. Rock I, and roll. That was my answer, also. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a popular pick amongst our guests. Yep. I sure have been getting heavy into Destroyer, though. I really have listened to Destroyer Um, more than I really ever have. Listen, that's a whole other episode of this show about that deluxe box set. Woo! We'll we'll have you back and we can break it down (laughs) some more. That thing is fucking awesome. That box set's insane. We love it. We love it. By the way, all three of you picked Rock and Roll Over. Funny how you guys made it into a band together, huh? (laughs) all right so how many i know i know this is you guys played with them but how many kiss concerts you think you've gone to oh shit uh man i counted these out once uh you can guess it's all right uh okay does the cruise count as one show or does it count as three three because i I like adding mine up (laughs) sorry i don't think the cruises count but oh. Go ahead. oh, all right. You're gonna make it tough. Okay. <laughs> they <count> zero. <laughs> Why don't they count? Why don't they count? <laughs> Jeremy's uh, pissed. I want him to count. Because um because they don't. It's not a tour. You didn't buy a ticket, you didn't go, you were hired. You oh, were you bought a ticket. And you, oh, you bought a ticket. You have to buy the extra ticket. There were four of us. So it was me, Tom, Sonny Pooney, you guys probably know. And his brother. Balls. Yeah. They made us buy the extra two tickets for the other guys to see the show. It fucking I'm I'm busting balls on the on the cruise thing. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. It's- I mean it's gonna beef up your number too. <laughs> I know, but it's just not the same. All and right, it wasn't so the original right. guys. Okay, right, what's the number? <laughs> Jeremy, you said you were working on a number. What's the number that you think? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going on now. I don't know uh <laughs> I'm kidding. We've done um, well, Jeremy and Philip out of Kiss Cruises. Jeremy, you and I have more, a little more than Phil, so we can take at least nine times three and call that twenty-seven shows just right there on cruises alone. Yep, twenty-seven to thirty. Right? Is there a show yeah. that I'm missing? Oh yeah, that's right. Oh no, they do, they play twice. I'm they play, sorry. but no, they do no, they play, play three. three times. Yeah, but we only no, get it, tickets for one. You're right. Two You're in, right. yeah, two indoor, one outdoor. Uh, yeah, we have to go to both. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man. Uh, Somewhere in the mid to upper 30s, if you count the cruises. If you don't count the cruises, uh, man, the only tour I did not see between uh, Crazy Nights and up until now was, uh, honestly, the Farewell Tour, the, the wow. Peter Chris. Okay. okay. Did you see the reunion when it first happened? Yeah. I saw that twice, okay. and I saw Creatures too, but I didn't see Lick It Up, Animalize, or Asylum. Wow, nice, Ryan. What do you think? I said right around sixty. Ooh. We went a lot. We uh, just growing up, it was always Kansas City, Wichita, Salina, anywhere in Missouri. Finally, in Topeka in '86, but uh, it was a lot more non-makeup shows than it was makeup. But once the reunion hit, man, yeah, we went yeah. to a ton. Yeah, nice. Phil had about 20. The yeah. last question I'm going to leave you guys with is, and I'll give you Phil's first. He said touring with his favorite kiss memory. He had touring with Gene in the crowd in Bolivia. So that might apply to both of you guys, too. How about you guys? What? Favorite memory? Could be growing up. Could be opening up and seeing Destroyer for the first time. Could be playing with the band. Meeting, oh. Whatever you want. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Oh man! That's okay, if you're if you're trying to decide, I don't. This is not a favorite memory because, man, that is there is absolutely no way to answer that question. I can't even pick a favorite memory of a weekend with Gene. <laughs> However, one of my favorite 
memories and stories, and it should be one of Phil's too. Is the time Gene Moon Phil? Oh, <laughs> point point blank moon. Like, I mean, oh, it was man. I mean, Gene's ass was in his face. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, that, and, that was, and that was our first weekend. That set the whole thing up, you know? Yeah. Funny how they making it in my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> I would say mine's going to be uh, Creatures of the Night. Okay. Seeing the tour? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. See, see, seeing that for real. I mean, finally, seeing it for real. Yep. And uh, just in my personal opinion, that was that is still one of their top stage productions ever. I don't care that the tour didn't do well. Oh, but the tank, I mean, Oh, oh yeah. Awesome. Nice. Man. Uh, you know, I, I saw that show also, but I was eight and man, my eight year old brain had a hard time processing that. Like it was like a sensory overload. Mm. I can imagine that it was, that it was actually, that's actually the real kiss. <laughs> I, yep. Yep. And it was, yes. Not the know. superheroes. That's awesome. All right, boys. Well, I appreciate doing that. Thank you, guys. Um, So, Tom, you want to set it up for the draft? And uh, I'll write everybody's answers down. All right, so let's have some fun. Let's bang out a fun kiss draft. Gene and Ace lead vocal songs, okay? Wow. So these are these are these can be your favorite songs, songs that you'd love to see them play, but whatever it is. These are Gene and Ace lead vocal songs. We will start with, why don't we go, I'm looking at my screen here. We'll kind of go in a in a circle here. Why don't we start with, we'll give our Jeremy. Go, the, yeah, our guest yeah. go first. We'll go last. We'll do Jeremy gets the first pick. Then we'll go Jeremy, Phil, Ryan, okay. Zeus, and then I'll pick last. And then we'll continue in a circle. So Jeremy gets the number one pick in the Gene and Ace draft. What song do you want to play? First pick. <clears throat> Charisma. Oh, Yes. Well, I, I love charisma. I, I, I loved I, playing that song so much. We played it almost every show. Oh. We, I, we sing the harmonies good. Good. I mean, I don't know. That song kind of had all of it. I loved it. That is such an amazing deep cut that has all ever since I got Dynasty. That's always been one of my all time favorites. Oh, love it. Love it. Phil. Mm. Okay. So is it, are we doing five and five or? No, no, no. Nope. It can, it can be ten Gene. You 10 can be ace. like, it can be whatever you want. Okay. Fuck, fuck Gene. I'm doing all Ace songs. Up to you. <laughs> I'll stagger. I'll do an Ace tune. I'll stagger with an Ace tune. Um, I'd really love to keep on to do again. We did it once. Uh, I'm in need of love. Oh wow. Okay. Off of the '78 solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Don't okay. listen to. Don't listen to our album review then of that album. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, Tom. Tell us how that song goes. No, I love some of the songs on that album, but some of that album is just just not really. Man, that yeah. rolls. This song's awesome. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I would feel on that one. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I I just think Paul's album is better. No, yeah, I, I do. Anybody that. agree with that? I'm just curious. I like it. I don't think it's better, but I like no. it. Like okay. It. All right. Ah, that's all right. I, like I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah, that's good. All right. You're all right. up then, Ryan. Ryan, what do you got, buddy? Um, we didn't get a chance to do it very often, and I think that's why I think of it as so rare and awesome. I'm going to go with uh, the couple times we did Ladies Room. Oh, Gene. excellent. Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah. 
This is why I love having you guys on here because it's like it's deep cuts. You're not picking all the you're not not cherry picking all the classics. This is awesome. Love it. All right, so, Zeus. So so it's bad that I say God of Thunder, huh? No, it's not. All no, no. these shows, dude. All it's right, God I'll of Thunder. Go, I'll go deep cut. Um, and I will take something that is not usually picked by uh, I'll say uh, Gene. And I'm going to take, I'll take Tom's number one pick. I'll take Unholy. Oh, yeah. All right. right. Nice. All right. right. If we're going to stick with, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm afraid these guys, I'm going to have to take this song because I'm looking at the guitar player magazine with the article about you guys, (laughs) which is fantastic. And you talk about deep cuts and you mentioned charisma which Jeremy took, but the other deep cut that you mentioned is one of my all-time favorite deep cuts off a of love gun. And that is gut love for sale. That, it, it was either that or charisma. And I went with charisma. Yep. yep. So I am taking gut love for sale. There we go. Awesome. So Jeremy, Jeremy, back to you for another pick. Okay. Um, I am going to pick. Love them and leave them. Oh yes, great. Yes. Uh, we carried the lyrics to that around the whole tour, trying to squeeze that one in. And uh, I don't know, man. For some reason, Gene just didn't go for he that one. Has to do the kicks in the video where he walks out uh, oh, from the video. The oh yeah, yeah. And then he does this. Phil. Oh my god. Honestly, man, and, and to me, like as Gene as that song is, it's also about the solo. Ace's solo in that oh, song yeah. is fucking really, awesome. Ace is yeah. on fire on that. Oh, so yeah. I, I, let me set a picture for you real quick. Me and Tom are in college. So, you know, after a while, Kiss, you, I, I, we grew up in different towns. When we connected, you know, grunge is starting to pick up. We like our other uh, hard rock music. But we had the only ones who had that Kiss connection. And Kiss Extreme Close-Up comes out. We had that fucking playing. Everybody in our, like, our little suite was like, what the fuck? Who's playing Kiss? Non-makeup Kiss. And we're blasting it. And when we saw the videos, because there's no YouTube and shit there. And when we saw Love Them and Leave Them, we lost our minds. Oh, my God. There was nowhere to see that stuff. No. Unbelievable. We could quote Extreme Close-Up all day fucking long. We yeah, tw- it was between the Love Him Leave Him video and the Show No oh. Something video. Those were the two best. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, amazing. Fucking rock. All right, Phil, number t- what do you got for you? Another pick. Uh, I would do, I'm going to do a Gene this time, and I do the rock and roll over version of See You in Your Dreams. That's great. Oh, wow. Okay. We could do that one really Phil, well. Phil, you're the best. I thank you for like being the per- the focal point and me cat- getting you guys on here communicate with me of course you must not like me or something with the selections you're picking i feel bad because every song you've picked and like our listeners know i have certain songs that i'm like oh my god that song sucks you know what makes what's only worse than that the fucking solo version holy shit that's even worse (laughs) god bless you i love i mean i love your performance man but Phil, it's okay. I, love, I, I feel Phil. bad. I feel bad. Yeah, I love Phil, that's funny. That, that was always my favorite song on the record as a kid. What? Because I like the live versions of the other songs. But yeah, man, I loved that song. See you mm. in your dreams. 
I've always uh, liked it too. Zeus, Peg, Zeus and I Peg always argue about singing it. background. Come on, that's horrible. No, no, not the solo. That's the, that's the solo version. He's talking about the rock and roll over version. Yeah, yeah. That has Michael DeBar and uh, Katie Seagal. Yeah. And you know we uh, we do that in our talisman set. Yeah, we do. Oh, oh dude, nice, nice. I, I don't yeah. remember you. I don't remember hearing that on the cruise. I do. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. What the twice. fuck was oh? It was probably when I was throwing up on night. Two. Yeah. Probably in the- Zeus. <laughs> Zeus. <laughs> It out. It was a horrible memory. He's blocked it out. Yeah, <laughs> you were pissing. You were taking a piss. It was one of those late night. It was one of those uh, late night midnight performances nah, you guys nah, nah. did in the uh, in the area there. That little the little the atrium. Uh, atrium. Thank you. Yes. If I was pissing, I'd have a piss cup with me and I'd just sit there and listen. Just no one's paying attention. <laughs> be fine. We'll be fine. Ryan, you're up, buddy. Man, I've got a. I can't tell you what they both are. I have a two way tie, but I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh, Sweet Pain. Oh wow! Oh, see, damn, man, I gotta tell you, and Rocking there's there's something about there's that Gene grunt and that Gene growl that he yeah. is so known for, but, but when he does that, whole, my leather's been tied around me. Yes, it's it's a whole different Gene Simmons vocally on that record. Yep. That's not the God of Thunder style thing. Uh, I uh, love the way uh, he sings it. I uh, love the lyric. I love the breakdown riff in the middle. I love that. I love everything about that song. And uh, we played that a lot with Gene, didn't we, guys? Yeah. yeah. That's, a great, that's a great deep cut. Good and call. they never do it. Never. Oh, of course not. Never. No. Anyhow. Anyhow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Gene, that's part, Philip, really. give him one. Philip, give him a. And? <laughs> and? <laughs> Now I'm jealous. I need to crack a beer. Um, yeah. And by the way, that's a Boston accent. If you haven't heard it yet. Um, oh, I can spot it. <laughs> you can tell, you can tell a mile away. From Boston. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Ryan from Boston. <laughs> We're from Boston. Uh, all right. So uh, I'm up. I, I, I don't want to take another popular, like unholy. I'll go deep cut. So uh, sweet pain just got taken out. I'm going to go with, one of my all-time favorite, and that's off "Hotter Than Hell" all the way. Oh, yeah. good one! Yeah, good call. Yep, yep. Love that one. Love that they played that, that on the cruise a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yep. we played that a lot with him. Oh, so yep. awesome! It's such a great tune. There's yeah. so many great deeps. There's so many songs on "Hotter Than Hell" that they don't play. That's why ever. I love it. And same, Ever, yeah, they, yeah. They never touch that album enough. Yep. Yeah. All right, lines. for me, I'm gonna go to uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Ace, and I'm gonna take my favorite song off of his solo album, which I'm not a huge fan of. But th- this might be a Mount Rushmore Kiss song for me. And that's <laughs> "Rip It Out." Yeah. Oh yeah. And I gotta say, I yeah. gotta say, we when, when we saw Zeus and I saw uh, the Ace show in Boston in September, and at the time, "Rip It Out" was not in the set list. It got added later, <laughs> yeah, and did. I was so freaking <laughs> bullshit. I'm like, you that's gotta be right. kidding me. I forgot, I forgot about that oh yeah forgot, rip it out absolutely killer song you guys he, you guys fucking rocked that concert but we we, Thanks, we, man. we did an episode on that concert that we saw with you guys and and alice fucking you, you guys absolutely oh. crushed that show yeah, it was well, so we're awesome. fucking singing thank you phrases left and that, right that was so great thank you jeremy back to you for a pick uh, well, since side three and four of Alive 2 was my very first Kiss album, so Rocket Ride was my first Ace song. There you go. Open the tour. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to go with Rocket Ride. Good one. 
awesome old rocket rock. That fucking awesome riff. Oh. Yep. All right, Fantastic. Phil, what do you got for me now, brother? What are you gonna I'm do? Going to, I'm going. I'm going to disappoint Zeus again. <laughs> Here it <he> comes. <laughs> and I'm wish gonna upon a star. <laughs> and I'm going to stay on that side of the same album and go with Larger Than Life. Oh, oh that's that's cool. ah, it would be. I excellent. Like I like that. Larger Than Life. You ever get Gene to play that? No. No. Too <laughs> slow. One of the ones that too, we were always too slow about. We wouldn't okay. go for it. Okay. That's, no, that's thank Gene's you. quote, by the way. Too slow. Yeah. Too slow. It's too slow. That's what he says. Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, it is a painfully slow song, but it's a slow for a reason. Wow. All right. Ra- yeah. Ryan, what do you got, buddy? Almost human. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you a funny, real quick, funny, one of my favorite things about that song. Uh, we played it uh, the very first show in Cleveland at the Agora. And I did not, I started that song, right? Okay. For whatever reason, and you guys know, we didn't do full rehearsals of the whole set before we were playing with Gene. It was just, yeah. you better know what you're doing, show up and play. Yep. Which we did. I did not know that Gene was going to start that with me. I thought I was just starting it alone. Down, 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 down. And he looked at me for a count, and I was kind of like, huh? So Uh-oh. I just started it, and he kind of looked at me weird, like, why didn't she count <laughs> You got to count us in, man. So, <laughs> he kind of comes in on the second or third note because I just turned and looked at him and went, Dah. and he went. <laughs> did, did, did you get Gene to do the, uh, like on the studio version? <laughs> he did, I can't remember. He, he didn't do the big groan, but he did because this is the point where we were still having huge lyric sheets on the floor. Yeah. He did the, on that, ba-da, ba-da-da, ba-da-da. I don't know the fucking words. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> he did that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. But I that's love awesome. that song. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to take an A song before they all get taken away. Uh, I'm going to go off of his best vocals, and that's on Dynasty, I think. And I'm going to take a song that I know Tom's not too fond of. I don't think you are, but I'll take Save Your Love. Oh, I love Save Your Love. Oh, one, of my, one of my favorite parts of that song is Paul with the background vocals. You can Paul, Paul overtakes that, back, that backing sure vocals, but that's a yeah. great Ace Oh, when Ace says, so long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're gone. So yeah, long. So long. Love it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna actually go back to Hotter Than Hell. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go Gene. I'm gonna go uh, watching you. Oh, oh yeah, fantastic! Man. Good call. Every time, rip. every single time, Zeus and I, we always say the same thing. Kind of going back to that extreme close-up video. Every time I hear watching you, I think of that black and white Winterland video yeah, Winterland. of Gene just looking, just looking menacing. so menacing. It's one of the most classic performances by them. I, I, it's, I always love that song. Oh. Love that song. Rips. All right. Jeremy. Uh, so uh, when I went to see Empire Strikes Back at the theater, we went to the pizza place afterward, and a mask wasn't out yet, and I was made for loving you as the single, and what is the B-side? Hard times. Come on, guys. What's the B-side? Hard times. Oh, is it? Thanks, Brian. I feel like I'm asking... I feel like a bad Kiss fan now. I didn't know it was a <laughs> Hey, who's interviewing you here? Yeah, I don't know. Oops. Hard times, man. 
See, I prefer hard times for for Ace off off of Dynasty. I prefer that over Savior Love. Hard times is killer. I agree. Yeah. 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 I mean, I like I like him, but I think he's awesome on that album. Uh, Oh, vocals are fantastic on. And hard times is like I know you know you're not supposed to, according to Gene, like glamorize getting fucked up, drinking and smoking and doing shit. But that's the kind of only one of the few cool songs for people like that like that shit on a kiss album. And it yeah, was right. and it was just fucking awesome. And you know something and you know something else that you're you're talking about and this is just my own take. You're talking about he had a certain swagger and this was his best vocal performance. Yep. You know, the reason I think that it is his, that it is his best vocal performance, he did get a certain swagger after 78 because he probably went into that record with more confidence than he did on any other kiss record. Cause he actually totally. felt like, man, I just did that by myself. And yeah, there's probably point. some of that in his uh, Eddie Kramer probably brought a lot out in that dude by himself, making a whole record than a lot of people realize. I think. No, and that I, is I why think the dead on. on there. I think are pretty cool because he probably had a little more confidence on that record as far as at least singing. And then yep. Vinnie Poncia got a hold of him and said, fuck this. Let's yeah. screw it all up and sing like this. Ah, yeah, but he's, but Dynasty, he's still, he's still kicked ass on Dynasty. No, he's saying great on Dynasty, I think. On Dynasty, he's t- fucked up, but I'm saying on Unmasked. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I'm not talking about Unmasked. Dude, I love Ace's songs on Unmasked. (laughs) No, but I'm saying, then why isn't his confidence staying on the next album? It it just, the next album, he wasn't as good. Maybe that's just my opinion, but vocally and and just the songs he was doing, that's all. Maybe. Phil. You're up, Phil. What do you got, buddy? Oh, let's see. I was trying to Google songs, so I'm not (laughs) forgetting anything. Um, you know what I can show speak, you guys? Speaking of speaking of unmasked, um, I've always loved "Talk to Me." Yes, yeah, of course. I go with "Talk to Me." Great song. I, like I, it, yeah. oh, I I'm telling you, I wave the flag for a unmasked in general, and b Ace's songs on unmasked. Zeus hates Zeus hates the album. Except hates the album. Except my flag is at half mast for that record. <laughs> <laughs> he has a semi for that. I don't blame He's you. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, all right, talk to me, talk Ryan. You're up, Talk to me. To me. You got to yeah. point your thumb to yourself in case someone's confused. Someone's yeah, confused. Like, talk to me. Yeah, I just want to talk to you. Yeah. Talk to me. Exactly. Yeah. Ryan, what do you got? What's next? I'm going to go forward a few years. Uh, I always thought one of Gene's coolest moments was off of Revenge. Uh, Thou shalt not. He's just. Oh, oh, damn it. You stole my next one. <laughs> one, one of I know the greatest these guys. One of the greatest deep cuts. Damn it. One of the greatest deep cuts <laughs> ever. And when Bruce's band came out and Zach took the vocals on that. And I was going to point that out. Yes, man. I was going to bring that up. That Yeah, man. He, he killed it. That's good. I always wanted us to do that, and uh, part of the reason we couldn't do it is, you know, that 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 vocal's pretty high. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, Tom fucking almost dropped the load right then and there when oh he's like, God. "Holy shit!" That's that's always been one of my. I mean, everybody everybody always goes to unholy on revenge for for good reason. 
But I think Thou Shalt Not is one of the most underrated Gene, Gene Demon songs. Yeah, it's great. Un- Un- Revenge, fucking killer song. Great yeah. Did we rehearse that with him at all? We no, it was it was on the list of maybes, but that was why we didn't was because the vocal was just like. Ah, I thought we yeah. I thought we started it, or was that one we, another one from Revenge? We did a run through of that at SIR here in Nashville as a band. We had it together. We did. Gene's okay. uh, uh, response before we because and, and it was his idea. Yeah, it was his idea. And then when we came time to do it, he literally looked at us and goes, "Are you crazy?" So I think he forgot that he uh, <laughs> didn't he? That happened. I'm not yeah. laugh. That happened. I thought we played it. I couldn't think if he sang it or not, but I remember him. Wow. Being no, there, it um yeah. That Great song though. Not. Oh, he fucking love Killer that tune. song. Yep. Absolutely. Well, so, I'm gonna stay in a kind of a, an album. I'm not sure anyone's gonna take off of this, but I like this song off of Crazy Nights, and that's Good Girl Gone Bad. Oh, I love that bass on that. I love his that different vocal that he puts down on this. It he's got that Beatles Gene voice. He's got that lower tone voice, smooth, and yep. and then he's got that fucking what the what do you call it? my Louis Armstrong impression of him? <laughs> <laughs> we all we we always talk about Gene's eighties. Underrated songs. Oh, yeah. Those non-makeup gene songs are so underrated. Good Girl yeah. Gone Bad. Fucking yeah. blasting that in the car. That song rocks. Just even yeah. the music yep. is rock. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. For me, I'm going to go. Um, I think I'm going to stick with some with some non-makeup and probably my f- favorite song off of this album. Um, I know when they performed it, when they performed it live, um, they tended to give Eric Carr the vocals, uh, I know where you're going. but on the album, but on the album, it's uh, Gene. That's young and wasted. Yeah. Yep. yep. Absolutely. One of the most ripping songs from that album. And uh, I, I, mean, I love that they gave Eric the vocals when they performed it live. I thought he did it. He did it. He did the song killer. Uh, Do you remember how fast they played it on that tour? Oh Woo! my God. <laughs> Everything on that tour was out of control. Cooking. So, uh, so insane. It was crazy. It was like a different band. That yeah. was nuts. You go, you go watch like that animalized live uncensored, all that That's stuff. That's what I'm they, talking they, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The band is just like shot out of a cannon. Amazing. Yeah. Jeremy. Uh, this is not a deep cut at all. Uh, okay. In fact, uh, I know a lot of Kiss fans would probably not want to hear it, but man, Deuce fucking kicks ass. Oh, yeah. If, love it. You know, uh, we started. Well, the first show, we opened with Radioactive and went into Deuce, which honestly, I still think was a little more perfect with that laugh going into it. But Gene was like, no, we, we should open with Deuce. And man, just the look on people's faces, I could see what he sees when they hear that song. Mm-hmm. And then when we got to play it in Australia with Ace playing the solo and, you know, just kind of stepping back and watching that thing happen, and man, I don't know, I love playing it with Ace, I love playing it with Gene, and you know, we've done it with both, and I just fucking love that song. It's man. Deuce, absolutely. I'll tell you, one of our biggest regrets is Tom and I missed you guys when you performed with Gene and Lynn Mass. Oh, yeah, uh, well, oh, that was shame on you, because that was a fantastic show. I know, I, I see it on YouTube, and I fucking hate it, because I'm like, God, this rocks, I can't believe we didn't go. Yep, didn't, uh, off. Did, didn't Gary Sharon sing Strutter that night? Yes, he did. Oh, even better. That was, wow. that, was, that was my birthday. 
Oh, shit. See, there you go. Rub it in even more. Wow. We suck. <laughs> oh, Zeppelin showed up. Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah man. Bonzo <laughs> came back from the dead. started jumping in. <laughs> Phil, you're next. Uh, I want to go with uh, Plaster Caster. Oh, yeah. There you go. Phil, you finally did it, my friend. Yes. <laughs> you picked the song he likes. Now, I like a lot of the songs he picked, but that is a... Uh, we just did an album review of Love Gun, and I put that as my favorite. I just the vocals, the melody, the fucking the the backing vocals, the back and forth, the callback. It is the one of the catchiest Kiss songs. Very like Beatleish, the way he does that. It's just catchy as fucking all. Yeah, have. great. Yeah, tune. it's a it. really it's a really cool written song. It's got a weird yep. arrangement, and it's a I've always liked that one a lot. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. plus. Pop culture references, right? And it's about his penis. Yeah, so yeah. Go of course. Wrong. Of course. Yeah. Ryan. That's right. Yeah. Um, one that is. Oh, yeah. I still enjoy. Because, you know, I said it like my favorite Kiss song changes each week and stuff. Yeah. Um, one that still has the same effect on me as it did is when I was in fourth grade when I got Kiss Alive 2 was the Alive 2 version of Dr. Love, calling Dr. Love. Yes. Oh, my God. So I do have to footnote that I'm talking about the Alive 2 version. I love okay. the studio version. It's not taking anything away from it. But uh, I actually owned Alive 2 before I lo- uh, owned Rock and Roll Over. Me too. Yep. Me too. I did too. So, if, yeah. And it just Paul's intro. Oh, know, my I know God. Everybody's hot. Everybody's got Rock and Roll pneumonia. And uh, it's got a, it's got more pep in the step. It's a little quicker. And Gene is full on being as that Gene thing. You know, it's just oh, the demon is in full force. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could totally. I hadn't seen Kiss yet live, and I could totally picture them, him especially in my head when I listen to that. Oh yeah. So. Which version do you like best as, as far as the kind of studio? All three that I know of are different. You got the 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 studio on Rock and Roll Over. You right. got du- uh, double, double platinum, platinum. Which comes in that, yeah, that, that yeah. kind of fade and then sound. even yep. Smashes is different. I think Smashes the one when they come back out of the guitar solo is just the backing vocals, Doctor Love, and that's yeah. all you hear, and no yeah. Gene. So they're all three different. I'm gonna go hands down, uncontested every time. Studio versions, rock and roll over. Yeah, yep. okay. Well, uh, Smashes Thrashes, we, we, we've talked about Smashes oh. Thrashes. To me, they fucked up every single song on that. Yeah, episode. I was going to say, I would not take those versions of anything. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> no, 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 one, no one would. <laughs> There's a couple things that they did that the I shits. did like, though. Like, even, I think it's Love Gun. They actually came Terrible. back afterwards on the, the solo. Paul's, Paul's not singing on the, uh, after the Ace's solo on Love Gun. I like that. It's just the backing vocals. And yeah. Ace's guitar is more pronounced and the solo goes on and on yeah. a little more. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple things, but the sound is fucking brutal. The sound's terrible. They totally 80 up all those seventies classics. It's a brutal, brutal. They collection. Even, Gene even changed his baseline on rock and roll all night. Just that's the, a, that's the most egregious thing. I can't stand that. It's horrible. Terrible. Horrible. And the, weirdest thing that, it up. and the weirdest thing that don't, most people don't know was that weird Al produced that record. <laughs> 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 you might be right. You might be exactly. Yeah. I would have preferred I would have preferred a polka medley of kiss songs. Yeah, there you that, go. Do it. Do record. it. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I know. It's Zeus, you're up. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to take another deep cut. And I would love for you guys to ev- to have him play this someday if you get with him again. And that is off of Tom's going to laugh off of Monster back to the Stone Age. Oh, wow. That, yes. That dude. That that, is, wow, you just made Ryan leave. Ryan just got up and Ryan leave. So yeah, you don't like seeing you in your dreams, no, but you no. pick back to the Stone Age. <laughs> oh, just to hear Gene do it live and just go. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, we did we did Wall of Sound. Is it on that record? Is Wall yeah, of Sound on that record? That yeah. we, we did that. That song's horrible. That's uh, on Monster, yeah. <laughs> yeah that song's horrible. <laughs> Back to the Stone Age is the fun one when he's like, dun, 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 dun. I like it. Dun, that dun, whole dun, that dun, album dun, dun, dun. is... And he starts screaming. Ah! Oh, I, I yeah, he, he's great. screaming because he can't believe he made Monster. <laughs> <laughs> I know you hate that. Album. It's got a couple good songs. It's not... Uh, uh, it's it's a little out there. Yeah, I want I want there to go a little bit of a deep cut so Phil can use some shit against me too. So <laughs> all right, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take an ace deep cut, and the song is okay, but I like it just because the solo is off the fucking walls, and that is uh, Ace doing Dark Light off of the Elder. Oh. Um, I think the song the song is pretty good, but that solo is just absolutely chaos. I know it's something we're never going to hear Ace do, or he's probably. Can I explain to you? Can I, can I explain to you why we can't do that song live? I mean, it's it, it could it, it could be anybody, but like the only repeating word in that whole song is "dark light." Yes. Every word is different. Even the choruses, there's no catchy chorus. Every right. line in the chorus is different. So even if he had a lyric sheet, it'd be a it book like. It's Lou Reed lyrics. There's so many words that, yeah, and there's a lot, of, and there's a lot of talking after each. And after you know, like verse. it's not just him. Like he, we've done that song before. We did it in some of our jams at expos and shit like that. And I sang it. Yep. And I'm telling you, man, it's hard. <laughs> yep. Bob Ezrin. Yeah, that's. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> he talks that whole song. He's not singing that song. Of a malevolent um, order. Yeah. <laughs> Sodom and, and Gomorrah. Gomorrah. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I, I was kind of with uh, all of you guys about the live thing. It's like, God, that'd be so awesome to hear live. And it's like, didn't he try it with you guys? Moly, that's a lot of lyrics. I thought he did it twice on the cruise. And uh, it, honestly, man, if you watch the theater show version of it, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's not, yeah. it's, it's not bad. Yep. Nice. Uh, uh, All right, Jeremy, back to you. Uh, Six. Running out, of, running out of ace songs, man. Hey, let me see if I can show you guys if this helps. Let me see if I can share my screen. And here we go. Can oh, no, 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 I don't want to cheat. No, I don't want to cheat. He doesn't want to cheat. <laughs> no. I've been boxing out. The ones in red are gone. I've picked, I think. I'm not going to look. All right, you want me to take it off? I, I don't have to. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't have my glasses on. I can't see that anyway. <laughs> That's all right. Um, Speaking back to my baby. Oh, there you go. Nice. We did that a few times. It's fun. I like singing those backups with those guys. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's cool. Oh, Phil. Uh, not a deep cut, but shout it out loud. And because uh, what we always did with Gene, because we did it with Gene almost every show, and we would divide up the Paul parts. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say. Oh yeah. I was, so you guys would take turns covering the Paul the Paul lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yep. That's all. And that's the, one of my favorite Kiss songs. Anyway, it's just a. It's a. It's a hit and a classic uh, for a really good yep. reason. 
it, that's my first kiss song. It's still, um, it still is light bottle. Doesn't make sense to me <laughs> that shout it out loud wasn't bigger than rock and roll on I. I mean, I, I love hearing those two guys sing together. I love that chorus. That's you bring up, a you, Ryan. You bring up a good point because the song, it's it's off of Destroyer. It's got the it's got the dual vocals. It's a better produced song. You would think that it would have just, but I think I think Rock and Roll All Night was just so huge that it had, and it it would have taken Listen, so much effort to overtake it. But I, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not uh, dissing how awesome and the message and the performance and everything that, uh, that rock and roll all night is off of alive. Cause it is oh yeah, fucking magical, man. I yep. mean, it Thank is, you. it is magical huh? hearing Paul no. introduce the song and hearing the crowd and hearing everything. There you go. It's magical. Oh yeah. And I'm with you. I'm with uh, you. I, I love it. I understand why it's so huge, but I like shout it out loud better. So Phil okay. had a good pick there. All right. Well, so Phil Phil stole that from you, Ryan. So your pick is now. I'm gonna go with some really, really, really deep shit that was only released on the slide, which is "Are You Ready?" Oh, nice! Yeah, Yeah. from left field, Ryan Cook, Ryan from the top rope with a deep cut. So Gene (laughs) Gene really from the top rope. Gene really wanted to do that. Uh, number one, he loved the song. Number two, it was a really good tool to promote his new uh, Gene Simmons vault. Yeah. Because it was available on the vault. It's the first time it was really made officially available. And one of my favorite moments is um, playing that song. We played it a lot, didn't we, guys? Yeah. Not just here in the States, but all around the world and everything. We were at the Surf Ballroom, which is uh, where at you guys? Um, Cedar Lake, Iowa. We're at the surf, and Gene's, believe it or not, talking on stage, and he was getting ready to introduce the song, and this is all on video. Uh, you can go look this up on YouTube right now. And Gene's like, uh, and this is off the, my Lewis Gene Simmons vote. So, oh, are you ready? Wait, I forgot the words. And he's like, Ryan, what are the words? And I run over, <laughs> and I didn't know the words, but I go, it goes, Da 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 da. Laughing, remember? And then into the mic, he goes. He just said to me, "It goes da 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 da." That's awesome. Nice. That's awesome that he's got that uh, sense of humor, man. That's when I think about that song. I think about doing a duck walk in high heels. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) He made uh, it was his call, and he was like, "You guys double the solo." And start from the opposite side of the stage and do the Chuck walk, the Chuck Berry, Berry jump walk. Yeah. The, the crowd will go crazy. They'll love it. Oh my God. See, that's, that, that's awesome. Hearing that kind of stuff from Gene, you, you know, I love that. He loves that. He's stuff. such that's a history awesome. buff about everything yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. His music or movies. So it's just, I mean, this is a whole other thing. So I won't even get going, but go he's just so self-deprecating and so fun. Oh yeah. So much that, we could happily tell you that it's uh, what a good guy that he is. So anyway, go ahead. That's so, awesome. We love hearing. Are you that. ready? Are you ready? Is where I'm going to go on that one. And I know a lot of people don't know that, but okay. I like it. All, All right. right. So Zeus. I'm going to go with "It's My Life," and one of you guys will sing the other side, the ace part of the song. I fucking love that. I don't know how it didn't end up on Cycle Service or something. Uh, we did that song a whole bunch. Yeah. 
but I'm saying, um, did you guys switch up the vocals or with eight no. or was it G no, he, through? He, he sang it all. Yeah. Okay. Wow. wow. Nice. Well, yep. it'd be I great if another vocal song. came in just to bounce off each other and somebody did yeah. like the ace part. But that, yeah. that's awesome. Un- I love unbelievable that Unbelievable that that unbelievable that did not make the album. I don't understand that at all. With all the shit that's on Psycho Circus, I don't know how that song didn't make the album. Sorry, but... It's oh, true. yeah, by the way, we're Kiss we fans. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Ryan, you said we do. Yeah. <laughs> Go all ahead. Right, what, what? I'm kidding. All right. All right. I'm going to go back to Gene here and I'm going to try to stay kind of away from like the super hits. Um, so I'm actually going to go you, you picking something off the vault made me think of something off the box set. And uh, I'm going to take Mad, Mad Dog. Dog. I knew you were going to once you said that. I knew you off the box off the box set. I, I'd love to know if Gene has ever even thought about playing that thing on any of his shows you guys look puzzled you that's know the song surprise right? pick oh yeah. yeah that song's awesome well i mean actually you know flaming youth isn't getting played it's paul so we can do mad dog because it's got the same riff oh there you go, there you go. That's, so, that's true that's true yeah. all right now all right all right Jeremy. Can I, get, I want to get his oh, quick quick opinion what do you think of the song don't you hesitate off the off the box set paul's vocals I like um, what it ended up being better. Like all the demos is fun to listen to, but it was definitely yeah. got in good hands. When you pick up, oh, that becomes goodbye, or that becomes it, flaming you. It, it, so that, it, got, it got put together well. It was assembled yeah. very well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Jer- Go ahead. Jeremy. She's so European. Ooh, yeah, unmasked good. love. I'll bet Zeus hates that one, don't you? No, I started off. We did a, our third episode. We called it Smashes, Thrashes, and Shit. The worst kiss song. <laughs> and I was like, fucking, she's so European. We're like now. a brand new podcast. It was literally our third episode. <laughs> yeah, we're we're like, like, hey, we're a brand new kiss podcast. This is an episode of all the songs we hate. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I talked talk Gene into doing that song live. You're welcome. Well, yeah, no, no, no. Awesome. What I want to say, it has grown on me that I like it, and it's a go-to song on that album. All right. Yeah, it's grown. After doing this for four years, you're like, fuck, I actually like this song now. Or, yeah. shit, I'm sick of this song. Your your mind changes all the time. I can see I can see why demon fans would hate that song, but I don't care. I love that song. Oh, it's, it's very too. catchy. Very oh, catchy. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Phil. Phil. Nothing to lose. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Nothing to lose. Fucking rules. Yeah, it does. I love that song. That's a good one. One of my all-time favorites. Who's doing the Peter? Any any of you guys? Uh, you split Gene, that. Actually, when we did it with Gene, we sang the the harmony, and okay. Gene would do the oh nothing. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. One of the one of the funniest <laughs> things he <laughs> told us when we were when we were rehearsing that. Uh, cause you know, obviously we're all talking about Peter doing the ad libs and stuff Yeah, in that, that, uh, yeah, that thing. <laughs> yeah. He said that Peter was like, uh, he loved Bowie's changes. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Really? There you go. That's why he wanted to do that. He told us wow. that at SIR in Nashville. Yeah. Wow. That makes sense. Of course he did it in the Peter voice. He was, he liked the. I fucking like David fucking Bowie. I'm going to fucking sing it like this, you fucking asshole. 
Yeah. <laughs> or else I'm quitting the band. Yes, yeah, exactly. right. I'm out. Thank you, my drumsticks. All right. Uh, Ryan, you're up, buddy. I'm going to blow all your minds and go with spit. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Fucking anything <laughs> off revenge. Anything off revenge. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then and then you got to love Paul when he comes in, when he just comes in with his high-pitched. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> I that song, is, that, that song <laughs> is just spectacular. Oh. You can see him. In the, in the studio, he was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I hope he was doing I am that. A wild and crazy guy. Yeah, he comes I in. And then, and, and I hope Gene he was with doing the, that when they cut that because that's what yeah. my mind, my mind's eye saw. And then I Gene so. coming in with the most definite. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, man. That's a Tom so quote good. from the show. Most definitely. So yeah. um, ah uh, shit. Now I gotta go. I gotta take an Ace song that I like here. Uh, oh, speeding back to my baby's been picked, right? Yep. yep. Yes. Um, <sighs> Tom fucking hates this song, but it's catchy as hell. And I like it. Uh, I agree, but I'm just going to say, I like New York Groove. I like it. I like New York Groove. I love New York Groove. And many years since I was here, not that guy, me, I was here. You got to do a thumb. I I like that on the Dynasty tour when he's he's got the light up guitar and stuff. It's it's cool. I like New York Groove. I think it's It's, catchy. It's it's iconic. Yeah. I love it. 42nd Street. (laughs) <laughs> exactly <laughs> and there's nothing uh, better than watching sporting events and the rangers are playing or something else and you hear it fucking mm. playing new york groove i love that shit yeah oh, yeah all right i am gonna go over to gene's solo album and i'm gonna take radioactive yes great one yeah that was on my list if you didn't grab it i was going to yep, yep. you guys played that right yep yeah do you have is there any sound effects before the song gets yeah. in yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, we did the first the show we played in Cleveland. We did the intro tape and then it opened with Radioactive. But most other shows, we played the intro tape and went into Deuce. But that was our walk on okay. music. Okay. Really? So nice. you had the actual like Sean Delaney shit going on before? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's amazing. That's awesome. Wow. I mean, what else are you going to open a Gene Solo show? Oh, with? I agree. I, I'm with you. I agree. I love yeah. it. All right. Three it. left. You're up, yeah, we can we we can bang this out, Jeremy. What do you got? Woo! Um, man, you guys picking Gene songs that have co-lead vocals kind of opened a whole new door. So I'm gonna pick I. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. Fucking there love that. Oh, that song rocks, man. That song rocks. Yeah. I don't stand I that. that. Oh, one of the best dual vocals they have, man. That's yeah, good. Great. Yep. Phil. Right, Phil. I'm gonna do Snowblind. Wow! Okay, from Mace's yeah. record. He's all fucked up. Snowblind. Oh, totally fucked up. He can't see a thing. Exactly. He can't. <laughs> the fuck am I? He doesn't even want to sing. <laughs> fucking. He's out of his song. fucking mind. <laughs> Ryan, what do you got? I'm gonna go to uh, the Creatures of the Night album on Gene. Oh. Yep. And I'm gonna take Killer. Oh, good one. Stone Cold Killer. Now that's watch a out, riff. Watch out for your jugular vein. When you did that scream, run for your life. Oh, okay. yeah. Yep. That was another one of those when I was a kid. It was just a visual. I can always like see him being a demon. There's a oh, lot yeah. of earworms on that song. The little crack a whip. That little oh, crack. yeah, man. 
It's just, and that whole fade in that because you know the yeah oh yep yeah that was Michael James Jackson record man it's produced for but that song is just really. We'll never hear it live, but it's fun. I, yeah. I think he did an incredible job. I love that whole fucking album. All right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll want to go a little bit uh, deep cut here. I will go with, uh, oh, I'll take the song that none of you guys can take. And everyone knows I always take this song. Gene's only sentimental tender side. And that's You're All That I Want off of Unmask, which I still don't know who he was singing that to back then when he was a single man. Uh, laying down with all the ladies, but I fucking love that song. And the demo on that is a beautiful version of that. I, I, the demo's I, nice. Oh, yep. it's just great. And demo's it's just good. Very Beatleish gene again. I oh, wicked. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, for me, I'm gonna go back to harder than hell. I'm gonna take Parasite. Good one. one of Gene's greats. Yeah, yeah. Gene Ace combo there, huh? Yeah, yep. and they actually threw they actually threw that in on the end of the road for uh, the show that we saw in Manchester, New Hampshire. Oh, they, cool. actually th- they actually threw that in, which was a nice surprise. So yeah. 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 Um, Jeremy. Two left, brother. Ooh. War machine. There you go. Sticking with creatures. All right. Yeah. That's a great one. That fucking live, the live version when they started doing it, have the, the army in the background, those robots. Oh, yeah. And the animation. Dragon coming out and breathing the fire. That shit is awesome. That shit is just <laughs> awesome. Makes me like a little kid, like, oh, fucking cool. That's what it's all about. That's right. Yeah. Phil. Has Shock Me been picked yet? No. No. No, it hasn't. I'm picking, I'm picking Shock Me then. No. I think we I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought I'd kind of sit on that and, you know, but you took it. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. That's that still that. That's still to me. Ace's greatest solo to me. I mean, I know he's got he's got so many to choose from, but to me, that's his best. Shock me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, uh, fuck. you got two left, brother. I know. Um, as far as delivery goes, and I've done like this will be my third one off this record because I love the record so much. Uh, with Gene, man. I think his performance on Domino is just out of sight. Yeah. The the recitation on the front end. More revenge. uh, That's Man, revenge is one of my, not just because there are two kisses to me. There's makeup kiss. Yeah. There's no makeup kiss. And people have their different, their favorite records. Uh, Revenge is one of my all-time favorite kiss records. Crossing genres, crossing both ends. Don't blame you. Revenge. Uh, I like Domino so much just because of the recitation at the beginning. <laughs> and then he goes full on Gene when it gets to yeah, the courses yeah. and everything. And that, oh, when he does that, you know, that whole. <laughs> dan, dan, it's just, dan, dan, dan. It's fucking fun, man. It's just. Yep. Nice. Remember the video that. driving around drinking a milkshake? Trying to pick up That video is ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ah, Zeus, boy, you're geez. up, bud. All right, I'm, I'm gonna stay non makeup. Uh, I'm gonna go with a fun song. I don't know if you. I thought he played this with you guys. It's a deep cut, but I love it off of Asylum. Secretly cruel. Oh yeah, Philip, do that. Oh, I love that, that song. Great catchy song. Is all, <laughs> catchy as all hell, huh? I really yeah. like it. And uh, Double Virgo uh, on YouTube did a great version of this. Have you not heard this? No, I don't think so. He re- he recorded it like it was on Love Gun. 
Yeah. Oh, no oh, shit. Wow. So when we're done, yeah. the two double Virgo, um, secretly cruel, and yeah. you're going to like the song even more because it fit, it could fit on that record. It's really wow. cool. That's nice. sweet. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go back to Dynasty. Uh, Charisma is usually my go-to song, but that was taken. I'm going to go to X-Ray Eyes. Yeah, I like X-Ray Eyes. I love it. Yep. Yep. Love that one. Great one. His voice yep. on that is great. His oh, voice is amazing on that. Yeah. So yeah. so good. He really goes for it. He really goes for the yeah. high note on the X-Ray Eyes. Yep. Yep. Um, and you can really hear Paul in the backgrounds on those on that one. It's really cool. All right, Jeremy, All right, last one. Jeremy, your last pick, final round. Okay, uh, we're pretty much out of Ace songs. I know there's some stuff left on his solo record, but uh, so we started doing Fits Like a Glove live and yeah, the look on the so crowd's nice. face like, wow, they're playing an A's Kiss song. And, you know, there's a lot of that stuff I don't care that much for, but uh, I, I like that one a lot. That was, that was fun to play. Nice. Does he do the butter line still? Yep. Like the hot knife, and he can hit it. He can hit it. Still, that. Um, We did it. We did it. Yep. Nice. Awesome. It was fun because he would say, "Fits like a glove." Our drummer is Brent. Fits. Oh, there you I go. Think that's, I think that's the reason we did that song. Yeah, that was like the impetus for doing it. I think that'll be great. Let's try it. <laughs> His name is Fitz. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last one, Phil. So for my last pick, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone, as they say, and go with cold Cold gin. There you go. I was wondering when that was going to get picked. Good one. Mm. Yep. Nice. All right, Ryan, Ryan. your last pick. True confession. Still on the board. Here I go. And here's the (laughs) I love that song. So do I. (laughs) And here's the thing. I've had this one in my back pocket since this started. Uh-oh. Thinking that Phil and Jer would uh, pull this one out, and I'm so glad they didn't because I'm going to make them mad, and I'm going to end with it. <laughs> we tried to do this fucking song the entire tour, and I'm going to go with Rockin' in the USA. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I did consider that one. And we tried, okay. and he yeah. always goes, and Gene always said, too poppy. Too, too poppy. poppy. Really? Uh, we did we did do a portion of it in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Surprise. Hey, you know how good that song is? When we, we did a draft with Jericho and uh, Charlie Bonanti, and that was like his second pick. We said, songs you want to hear him do live. I think Rockin' in USA was his second pick. Uh, Charlie, but Charlie, yeah, he took that like with like his second or third pick in the draft when he had right. when he was on. He, we're like, what? He's like, yeah. I love that song. I'm like, okay. We, we insulted him too then. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's all, all right. right. It's all good because you guys can shit on my pick because I pick. can't see this not be- getting picked. You guys can do your own thing, but you know the God of Thunder's got to be played at a Gene oh, yeah. concert. And he's got to come out and do, oh, yeah, you know, yep. all that shit. I, I, it's got to get picked. Yep. Wow, I can't. But how the hell did it last until the very end? That nobody wanted I just to noticed it, it on, the, yeah. on my left hand column there. All right. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to stick with something kind of demonish, too, from non makeup. Uh, and that is off of lick it up. I'm going to close out the draft with not for the innocent. Good tune. Good. There thing. we go. There we go. Wow. All right, gentlemen. This has been a total blast. We hope you guys had a great time. We love doing these drafts because it gives everybody a chance to kind of 
shoot the shit, talk about the songs, especially with you guys playing with Ace and playing with Gene. Some of the stories that you've shared tonight have just kind of added to that. The, the oh. fact that we love that we love these drafts. Um, we're psyched that you guys are going to be doing the Creatures Fest thing in, in yeah. May. We, yeah. play, we, we tell uh, us we, what else you got going on right now. These yeah, days. between now and then, what what can people look forward to uh, to to where they where can they find you, or should everybody just kind of wait and see what happens with Creatures Fest? Uh, no, Ace starts back in March. Uh, oh right. shit! Okay. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, first weekend, weekend of March. In March. Yep. Okay. Yep. You can go to uh, acefriendly dot com. Hit the tour uh, the tour dates. Uh, thumbnail the button, whatever. Uh, right now, we're booked through the end of July, I think. Okay. And you, you know, as you know, it's going to keep getting filled up between now and that point. Honestly, if I, I don't think it'd be odd to find out that we tour through October or November again. You know, once they start building the tour, dates just keep getting added. So I hope that happens. But this yeah. next one starts the first week of March on the East Coast. Um, the cities this- I don't know because I'll, I'll find out. Yeah. When we fly out. <laughs> <laughs> is this but- is this just is this just an ace tour or are you guys uh, like opening for anybody like you do with Alice Cooper? This will just uh, be- no. These are just the beginning. Just ace. Okay. But we'll be back out with Alice Cooper when we hit the west uh, the west coast. We'll be in Reno. We'll be in Los Angeles. Yeah, I saw we'll be some in Robles. Yeah, Hustle Robles. Yeah, and uh, also uh, the Talisman has two nights in Alpharetta, Georgia, March twenty. 20- Sixth. So Atlanta and surrounding communities Community. come out to right. Alpharetta, Georgia. And we'll, yeah. We'll see you there. Yep. And they're free. And wow. They're free. Okay. And there's yeah. whiskey involved. So oh, there you go. Got to bring your asses to Boston area, New England. Come on. Hey, you know uh, what? You need to bring our asses to Boston area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We're waiting for a private gig. Shout it out loud, cast. We'll just have you guys come out and play, and we'll get everybody from the New England area to come out and watch you. Man. So you guys, Phil, Jared, let's let's do it real quick, and just let's we'll add cast. Oh wow, yeah, let's go. Oh, beautiful. Uh, let's see, this is gonna work. Two, three, four, two. Shine, well holy shit that was awesome now we have our new bumper from now we have a new bumper for our show you guys are amazing that is that is fucking great i can't Um, wait to hear the delay in that one (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure it's going to be better than our voices believe me so it'll work out perfectly guys thank you Awesome. We really you. appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, guys, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Phil, Ryan, Jeremy, you guys are the best. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Good luck with the tour. Yeah, just one and uh, you guys rock. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks, yeah, so there's the Kiss Draft Gene and Ace with the Talisman. Um, as you can tell, a friggin' laugh riot. Ton of fun with those guys. Ryan pulling out his guitar. Those guys singing, doing impressions. As you can tell, Tons of deep cuts, very few hits, um, just a, a, just a hell of a blast of a time with those guys. Yeah, a five person draft. There was still plenty of songs to choose from. Oh yeah, um, you know, it's great. Even things like you know Ryan saying, 
I want the gene. How's the song go again? And yeah. He's like, specific stories. And um, they were sharing them with us. They were laughing. A couple were having drinks. A couple had a guitar. Ryan pulled out his guitar, started singing. And then they were organically, they started singing. Let's go. Let's do this one for them. And, you know, they finger tapping. Like, okay, I'm going to take this part. Okay. Then we'll add the cat. That shit was awesome, man. It was great. Oh, it, it was great. And, and I love it too, because as you can tell, we'd pick a song and the three guys, they, they would talk about whether they played it on the cruise as the talisman or whether it was a song that they tried to play with Ace and he didn't want to or Gene or whatever. Just a real cool conversation. The thing that we all love about it was you could tell it was like 90% deep cuts. I mean, yeah. you know, like, like the, like the first song in the, in the draft, Jeremy, Jeremy took charisma, you know, then Phil takes, I'm in need of love. You know oh, what I Phil. mean? I you know? like he's such a great guy. Cause he's like, I mean, I was trying to, I was a little playful with him. Just, like, Oh yeah. Good God. Some of these picks he's taken. <laughs> I'm in need of love. See you in your dreams. I'm like, dude, I, I think you're, you're, you're trolling me. Like taking these picks. I'm like, was- I feel bad. You're like a guest on our show and I'm shitting on your music that you like. But, but, but how do you respond by laughing his ass off? Oh my God. You know God. what I mean? Oh, th- he had his hands in his face or his head arched back, like oh, the video. Yeah. Ass oh, off. yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. There was all of them are so fucking funny. Yep. Um, and, and you know, <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> rhyme, they just, it was a blast. Yeah. And, and, and that, and that shows, uh, uh, how much fun, and love, like as much as we joke about Kiss, how much the music means to all of us yep. growing up. I don't think we're that much age difference. Uh, we all came into Kiss in our early single-digit years, and uh, and it stayed with us. And all of us still have that love. And those guys, never mind how funny they are and smart and they talk about Kiss and stuff, they're fucking talented. Oh, my God. All yeah. three of them. Yeah, they can all sing. They can all play guitar and bass. And bass. Yep. Yeah, and they're all fucking great guys. Yeah, the you know if you get a chance, please go listen to any of their projects. Go catch them on the Ace Tour, and hopefully catch them at Creatures Fest as well. And, I, and I'll and I'll tell you this right now. And if you've listened to the show long enough, you know that if Zeus and I don't have anything nice to say, we will. We probably wouldn't lay on the praise as heavy as we do, but I can tell you right now, these guys, not just when they perform as the talisman, like when we saw them on the cruise, when we saw them with Ace, the oh. fucking band absolutely destroys these songs. I mean, insane. I mean, you guys, we, we said it when we saw the Ace show. Go see, go see it for Ace, but if you're just into live music and bands, Check these guys out. And as you heard them, they're going to be touring again. There's going to be doing another ACE tour soon. I think they said starting around the March uh, time period, running probably into the spring and summer. So if you can, if they come into your area, when they start announcing the dates, if they haven't been announced already, check them out, man, because they just, they kill it. it it's so fun. You're going to, yeah, you will not be sorry. Uh, again, I, I, I felt, Tom, that this was one of our best and funnest episodes for just me personally. Yeah. One of my favorite episodes we've ever done. And we've had, you know, stars. We've had fucking hot chicks on our show. We've had everything. We've had Murph. We've had, well, we've had Sonny Pooney. That's true. Uh, But these guys were so much 
fun. Yeah, and the thing yeah. I like about it too, and I think you kind of hinted at it too, is I mean, yeah, you're talking about guys that are in a band. They play with Gene. They play with Ace. But they're also fans. They're they're like us. They're they're giddy Kiss fans that love to talk about the music and the songs and why they love a certain song or why they you know prefer one over the other. And that's the thing that I love about getting guys like that on. And it's the same thing when we get like Jericho on. You know, a superstar who, but who it, it, at his roots is a fan, and that that love comes through, and that that's that's the goal. Whenever we have a guest on, it's just so fun. Yeah, and um, and friendships like that last, and and, and our admiration for them and respect, yep. and uh, I think you guys will agree with us. So uh, that was Kiss Draft Ten uh, with the Talisman. We hope you enjoyed it. I think that you, I know you did. Because they're the fucking best. Yep. Um, Tom, what we do next is we go to question of the week. What do you got? That's right. This comes from Scott Zeppelin. He says, or he asks, do you think that Paul is sincere about his theory that kiss can go on without him and Gene? You know, the kiss 2.0. If so, what do you think the role of the new members would be? on and off the stage and what roles would Paul and Gene continue to play? So kiss 2.0, Paul and Gene are gone. You got a new Paul and a new Gene, whoever they are. What's the role of the new Paul and Gene producers. And what's the role of the old Paul and Gene? Well, I would say producers and things like that. Meaning like, okay. The buck stops with them. The producers of the movie, the financers, all that. Okay. I think they're going to control everything, you know, set lists and things like that. Maybe they'll have their hand in it, uh, but hopefully they don't. And hopefully it's something that the fans would agree on, not just Gene and Paul. I think they, if they're going to do a 2.0, it needs to be a little bit different. It can't be karaoke, Paul and Gene. Oh God. No, no. I think the only, the only thing I would differ on for this, is I think Gene would absolutely be hands-on. Gene would be like the producer or the manager. I could see Paul being like, toodaloo, have fun. Um, Gene, I didn't get my check this week for the royalties for the Vegas show. What's going on? Uh, I don't think that would be a problem, but I, but I don't think Paul no, would have but any- Meaning like, that's his extent. Like That's like, what I'm saying. You know I mean? I don't like, think he's he- not, he doesn't give a fuck what's going on and just no. like, no, this is business. Where's my check? No, but I think it's a good question because I think it would have to be an agreement. The new Paul and the new Gene, do they get to, like you said, do they get, do they, do they get, do they get the final say like, Hey, we're going to do it. We're going to do a show, but we want to dress up in the dynasty era costumes. No, I don't want you guys wearing those. Like I'm going to take a 10 speed bike and throw it into a fucking pit of fire. Can I do that? And say, fuck the 10 speeds. Yeah, so I, I mean, it would be appropriate. It's a great question. You got to wonder if they'll just be handling the finances, or if they will be controlling it like a Broadway, like a Broadway stage production. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. We'll so, see. Me, me personally, there's not going to be Kiss 2.0. But that's just we'll save that for another. Kiss episode. 2.0 only works if it's Zach and Todd, or maybe one of the talisman and, and someone that fit with Tommy and Eric, and then slowly Tommy and Eric would fade out. But then you've gotten used to the other two guys. So that's how it can continue. Going in with four new people, fuck that. I think you're better off with four new people than with two new guys and Tommy and Eric. I think, nah. 
No way. I, th- I think the beating that Tommy and Eric take now would be that much worse if they <laughs> stayed with a new Gene and Paul. Fuck you, fake ace. Nice job, fake Gene. Have another donut, cheater, Chris. <laughs> Seriously, they just get bludgeoned. And, and, and you get and poor Tommy be like, God, what are we doing here? Dude, I don't need this. I don't need this shit. But these kiss tards fucking screaming Fuck shit you. at me. Walking around with my kids and throwing shit at me. He'll take that beautiful white guitar and just chuck it at some nerd. Fuck you, fat nerd. Yeah, you play it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honey, All I right. think they're throwing cage. <laughs> Oh, anyways, great question there, Scott Zeppelin. Thanks, Thank buddy, you. for contributing. Appreciate it. Tom, where can people find us? All right. Our email address, best place, uh, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Please email us feedback, comments, questions, anything. If you want to have a conversation with us via email, you can do that too. Uh, and of course, our social media, we always say Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. The direct messages on all of those. If you want to keep the conversations private, tag us, um, you know, mention us. If you see things uh, in your daily lives there that remind you of kiss and you think it's kind of funny, whatever, share them. And of course the loudcasters Facebook group, shout out loudcasters. That group is getting huge. It is hilarious. There's tons of fun stuff on there. Tons of serious stuff, but we like to have some fun. Might not be for everybody, um, but check that out. And of course, we're part of the wonderful Pantheon podcast network of shows, great shows, including the uh, previously mentioned Cobras and Fire with Baco and LC and tons of other great guys. And uh, again, another shout out to our Patreon family. You guys are the best. We love you guys. And uh, brace yourself for that Patreon ARC pick that's going to be coming soon. Yep. Uh, Tom, I always tell people they can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, lots of those ones become comment of the week. So feel free to talk to us anytime through that. We are acceptable, accepting those now. And if we don't get back to you every time, it's just because it's just overwhelming, but we do read everything we do. Um, and speaking of you do, um, <laughs> don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube. You do. <laughs> I asked for 400 and within a week. We're at like 415. Yep. Let's get us to five. Let's get us to 500. Now, again, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, whether you listen to us on YouTube or through the podcast method, whatever you want. Uh, I think it, it's helpful to us. So please go ahead and subscribe and like our YouTube uh, episodes. And please give us one of those five star, star. child reviews um, wherever you find podcasts. You can do that on Facebook, uh, Apple podcast. Um, now Spotify, I think Tom, you put something up on Spotify that you yes. can uh, give us a five star review on there. Yep, uh, that would be helpful. Even PodChaser.com, mm-hmm. all those things help us. They move us up the food chain, get us in front of more people, and it's a big help to us. And if you do, do give us one of those five star reviews, we read them. Like this one, you got this one, Tom? I do. From uh, our previously mentioned friend and fellow Patreon, Mike H. Five stars. Great podcast. I want to drink beers with these guys. <laughs> and that is why we love Mike H. Simple and to the point. And Mike, you never know. Maybe one day 
we will all drink beers together, God willing. Thank you, Mike, for your contributions on Patreon, your contributions to the show with your hilarious comments and emails, and of course, this five-star child review. Oh, this is a, a, uh, what do you call it? A rare find, an episode where Tom does star. Yes. I'll pay $10,000 for it. That's part of the new Patreon tier. Tom will read, say star once a month. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a limited edition, Tom. Exactly. Nerds, nerd. Anyway, um, and don't forget to email us. We I always like to repeat the email because that's our favorite way to get uh correspondence from you guys. Email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. What we always do is we end our show with famous last words, uh kiss lyrics. And Tom, you got any? I'm mean and I'm dirty, like none you've ever seen bad habits drip like honey no tongue can lick me clean (laughs) settle the fuck down gene is he gonna lock up your daughters because they're coming to your town oh hell yeah (laughs) they're here for the slaughter kick you when you're down i'll I'm going to tan your hide and rip the flesh off your bones. Okay. <laughs> is, it, is that a better song? Bring your daughter to the slaughter. I love that song. And I'm not a big Iron Maiden fan. Bring your daughter. <laughs> to the land of Dungeons and Dragons. All right, Tom, I'm going to have to get in character to do this lyric. Oh, I was there through the ages Chained slaves to their cages I have seen you eat your own I'm the cycle of pain Of a thousand year old man And there's Louis Armstrong taking us out Making an appearance. Whoa, unholy. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> it's a wonderful world. It's a wonderful world. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, the talisman, Ryan, Jeremy, Phil, thank you. Tom, thank you. Shout it out loudcasters. Thank you. Kiss Army. Thank you. King, thank you. (laughs) King! You guys are the best. Thank you so much, especially, of course, our amazing guest, the talisman, Ryan, Jeremy, Phil. You guys rock for giving us your time. All three of you was amazing. Loudcasters, Patreon, everybody out there, you guys are the best. Zeus, my friend, thank you. What a blast. Peace out, Girl Scout. We love you! Good night! 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 